Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first ever episode of Time to Roll's Campaign 1, The Tales of Amrael. I'm your host and DM, Zach Browning, and today I am joined by a few of my friends and fellow D&D nerds to present to you the, a world full of adventure, mystery, and inevitable weather issues. Before we get to the announcements, I would like to introduce our players for this campaign. First off, we got Nate. Hey. Hey. Uh, then we have uh, Magic Martha. Hello, hello. Next up, we have Lexi. Lexi. This is where you talk. I said hello. You can pick it up. <laughs> now we have Todd. Hey, folks. How you doing? Now we have Austin. Hello. And then we got uh, Mr. Bingo. Hello, hello. And unfortunately, not at the table today uh, are the amazing Mousy Karina and Tiny Squirtle. Uh, they and their characters will be joining us in the next episode, hopefully. Uh, they had some schedule conflicts. Um, now that the introductions are out of the way, let's get into a few of the announcements. First up, our weekly schedule is every Sunday. You will have a new Tales of Amriel episode at 5 o'clock Eastern or 2 o'clock Pacific if you're on the West Coast. Uh, you can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts except for Apple and Google for right now because they kind of suck. Uh, we also upload a live recorded version with character and battle map visuals on our YouTube channel, and we will be hopefully be having that up on Twitch soon. Uh, next up, we will be doing a live recording over on Twitch and YouTube on Sunday, June 26th. Don't miss out on seeing what it's like to record and stream live D&D. With those few announcements out of the way, let's get right into the first episode of The Tales of Amrail. Over a millennia ago, the world became boring for the Founder Gods. With every act of creation, an act of destruction followed. They became enamored with the idea of playing with the lives of those they created, and that infatuation would seed chaos and destruction. The gods would send their destroyers in the form of titans and dragons, beings larger than mountains and with the destructive force of a thousand hurricanes. The inhabitants of Amriel wouldn't stand a chance. These, these destroyers would cause a calamity-like event called the Fracture. Seas would split, continents broke apart, Weather changes became drastic, and land masses took, the took to the mono-filled sky. Millions of people dying in an instant, and marvelous cities being turned to dust. The creator gods were too eager to destroy their, their world and build anew. As insightful as they thought they were, they failed to notice a group of creatures that were no larger than a butterfly. The fairies. These fairies wielded magic bestowed upon them by Ilona the goddess of nature and one of the lesser gods. That would bring this calamitous event to a screeching halt. With the ability to calm the emotions and sway the hearts of the destroyers, the Fey Folk ended the fracture. With the Fey Folk acting as a buffer for humanity, the last 790 years the world was rebuilt and civilization has begun anew. They of course had their fair share of trials to overcome, such as a power struggle for land and resources, multiple wars and just overall end fighting. Also, with over half of the population dead and most of the landmass changed, the people of Amriel were forced to rebuild in a quiet anger. That anger can still be heard to this day. Today, however, it is the year 792 PF, post-fracture of those unacquainted. We begin our story. The story t takes place in the largest and oldest city in the world. Primarily and luckily untouched by the fracture, and the endless wars that took place after the event. 
The capital city of Sylvania, Artemis, is buzzing with excitement as the head librarian of the Royal Library has issued a quest that requires the strength of those that are willing to put their lives on the line. And that is where we come into our first scene. In a small wayward bar, tavern if you would, there's a, um, a little bit of commotion about this current um current job that has been placed all over the all over the city and there are a few that may be willing to take on this quest because in the past there have been a few of these quests posted by the head librarian and most of them have ended in failure um but one of those people is a relatively outgoing individual um who's just now had making their way to the royal library where the meeting point was set by the head librarian uh magic if you'd like to describe your character please i am playing zane rona a rather charming looking tiefling artificer long red hair sort of ram-like horns very dark blue complexion and red demonic eyes and he is pretty new to the city still, coming from Ebrex. Okay. Um, Zane, now, your your goal for coming to Sylvania, and really Ar Artemis in general, is to... You're, you're on a mission, right? Yes, I am looking for people who would look to have potential being new artificers for my country. Okay. And... The reasoning that you would potentially need to take on this work is really just gold talks. Um, but were, are there any underlying, I'd say, underlying reasons why you would want to potentially meet the library, the head librarian? Uh, I haven't been very proficient on working a whole lot lately, and uh, I need the money. <laughs> so. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so you're, uh, you're now just stumbling out of, uh, out of the bar. Um, now the, the, the tavern that you are staying at is, uh, a relatively not known tavern. Um, it is one called the Black Snakes Inn. Um, now as you're wandering out, there is a hardy individual who seems to be blocking your path to get out of the tavern. Uh, Hey, you. Watch where you're walking. Ah, uh, gods almighty, get out of my way. I'm busy. First roll of the campaign. Make a uh, persuasion check for me. Now, the person you say in front, see in front of you is this large uh, orc man, probably about seven foot tall, uh, pale complexion, uh, definitely much larger than you and uh you rolled a uh a 17 in persuasion Ugh. just trying to come in to have a drink fine get move along sure will now you're new to the city and um people who are new to the city there's not a whole lot of posted signage or mappage 
for those around. Um, so, that being said, I'm going to need to have you either make a uh, a general perception check or an investigation check to see if you can see. You would know that it'd be the, one of the largest buildings in the city. Uh, no, I don't want that. <laughs> so, as as of right now, you're you are wandering aimlessly through the through the streets of Artemis, partially drunk. Okay. Sounds about accurate. <laughs> so you start wandering in a random direction. We'll come back to you. I'm trying to find good music. <laughs> and yeah. it's the map. Now. Next scene we come to is a. Uh, a rather large. Um rather large humanoid person uh, wandering in out of from the wilderness into the city um, with what seems to be something on his back. Uh, now, Nate, I would like you to first describe your character and then we'll get to the thing that is on your back afterwards. Uh, you want me to say his name? Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, this is Ori. He's a 10-foot tall uh, minotaur. He's mostly gray, has a has red and orange eyes and large kind of whitish gray horns. Um, he kind of has a um, like a Greek uh, like warrior. Oh, what's that called? Um, like a. I guess battle skirt. <laughs> what are those things called? Right. Um, yeah, but yeah, uh, and he has two large great swords that he can that he uh, has on his back. Okay, and they're uh, called turges, I believe. <laughs> turges, yes. Uh, okay, and then uh, uh, Lexi, would you like to describe your character? Um, Ilara is a two foot tall baby goblin. She's only four years old. Uh, Red is red, very red looking, piercing yellow eyes, and unfortunately there's not much going on behind those little eyes. She's not very intelligent, and she's got her cute little froggy friend on top of her head that doesn't ever really go away, but pops out of her hair sometimes. <laughs> okay. So as you two are wandering into this city, both of you haven't... I mean, Ori, you've definitely been inside cities... Um, this large, looking for work, looking for trouble, um, all of the sort. And um, most of the time, you're big. You're 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 ready to go. You're uh, definitely on the side of um, I'd rather fight first than uh, talk. Uh, but. With the little one on your head, uh, you've sort of taken the stance of it's probably best for this type of job to get to where you're going. However, trouble does tend to find you. So as you're walking through, people are staring at you like, oh my god, look at him. Because Ori is a 10-foot tall minotaur. He's um, got a little bit of blood on him. Got a little <laughs> blood matted in his fur. Right. And they're like, oh my god, look at him. And then you are uh, making your way through pretty easily. You know you're getting some stairs, and 
you hear the rattling of some boots. And you hear, Hope! Who are you? And why are, what are you doing in our city? How do you want to... Oh. Or he's not going to stop walking. Uh, I, I said Holt! Yeah, I'm talking to you, you... What are... What are you? Is that blood? Oh, yeah, I think he's mad. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh. <clears throat> Step aside or become the dirt I walk on. Did you just threaten a guard of Artemis? We're just making our way through. He's really Carol, nice. Uh, Carol intimidation. Yeah, yeah. That is a, ooh, nice. Uh, rolled a 16, so that's a 22. 22, with a 22. Um, so in front of you are two guards, one of them being a dwarven man, quite shorter than you, and the other one being a human, uh, another human man. Um, he's probably about five foot eight. So them pointing their spears at you, you kind of look at them and realize, Oh, these guys are no big deal. And in one fell swoop, you kind of brush past them, and both of them are just sitting there kind of like, well, we tried. <laughs> <laughs> so you make you guys make your way to uh, start keeping making your way through, uh, through the city. Now, that being said, uh, this was not done stealthily at all. So I would say that they're probably notified of the guards are probably notified of your uh, general presence in the city at this point. Okay. Um, that being said, uh, as you make your way through, you're starting to realize that this may be a bigger city than you thought it would, would have been being from where you're from and being uh, and Alara, you being kind of from the well, bumfuck nowhere to be blunt. And, there's a there's a certain air of uh of i may be in over my head but the money that is being offered at this job it may be worth every every bit of uncomfortableness um now we move from you guys for right now and then the next pe person we're going to go to is a uh a quiet um individual uh kind of stick into the shadows uh not really uh not really bothering anybody um and honestly most people don't even know he's there uh todd would you like to describe your character my character is thaddeus comes from the fey world and he's in search of something very special to his heart that was separated years and years ago Okay. He's learned to hide himself in deceit and stay to the shadows. Okay. His name is Thaddeus Starley. Okay, and uh, Thaddeus, you've been, from, from a very young age, you've been around a lot, of, a lot of cities, a lot of places looking. You've been caught up in conflicts that weren't necessarily your conflict your your fight to really be taking part in um so 
my question to you is, would you be sticking to the shadows or would you be walking down the road? Well, I would probably be walking down the side of the road. I'm not afraid of people seeing me, but I don't trust them. Okay. Too much has happened in my life, so I'm more of an observer. Okay. Um, so, as you're walking down the road, there's a... Now, the roads of, uh, of Artemis are fairly large. There's back alleys. It's, it's a very large city. Like, this city in square mileage alone is probably anywhere from 40 to 50 square miles. Um, one of the, the largest and the oldest city in the world. Um, so there's no shortage of back alleys to duck behind. There's no shortage of, but there's also no shortage of people. Now, as you're walking through, uh, most people aren't giving you any, any second glances because at first glance, you seem fairly human, um, maybe elvish and in nature. And most of the time you get, and most of the time in this city, people who are of that descent, uh, generally won't have any issues. Um, now, as you're walking through, there's a, uh, there's a group of individuals who are almost blocking the road, not blatantly blocking the road, but there's a good, there's a good amount, there's a good portion of them. Uh, how do you want to get around them? Well, I think I'll just approach them to the right side and attempt to step around them and just say, excuse me, please. I'd like to pass. Um, they don't even notice you. Um, however, they're so carrying on in whatever they're doing. Getting past them is going to be a feat. Now, you could either try to um, roll a... I would say, in order to get their attention, uh, you could either roll a performance check or a... Um, or if you want to try to touch them you could do like a dexterity check or even a strength check to shove them uh, it's really up to you what would you want to do well actually I'd like to find the one that's the largest okay and I'm going to use a special ability okay I'm going to send him a message to its head so he hears a little voice okay and the largest one that you would you would see is a he's about six foot eight He's a uh, half orcish man, um, half elven, half orc. Um, he seems to be holding a short sword in his right hand, waving it above his head, and he has a tankard full of some sort of booze in his left hand. So, what do you want your message to be? You have 25 words. My message to him will be the sound of an official voice okay. that says. There is a dragon at the east wall. We need all of you to report. What? What? Who's that funny man speaking in my head? Who are you? There's a dragon at the east wall. Uh, you're... All... We got two more words. Report. Dragon? <laughs> Everybody knows dragons don't exist. 
Served you right, funny man in my head. Roll a persuasion check for me. With advantage or without? With, with advantage, I'd say. Because you're using your spell. But he's pretty dense, so even with persuasion, we'll see. Thirteen. Well, I don't know. Dragon? Eh. Doesn't really work on him. He's carrying on whatever business he has. You're now getting the sense that these people, there's probably about eight or nine of them, they're partying in the streets for some reason. Is there a roof that I can jump up onto or yeah yeah there's this is a this is a very large city so there's ropes all over the place buildings everywhere everywhere the eye can see i'm just going to use some of my parkour and just use the building to get around them all right i'd like you to roll an acrobatics check please uh not with the, so the first one 18 18 yeah you it's uh in fact instead of just climbing up you go off of that half orcish man's shoulders and bounce up onto the roof and continue and continue walking along however i would uh i would like you to roll a stealth check just to make sure that they didn't see you do it because he's so drunk that he wouldn't have felt you but just just in case they don't want to start shit 18 18 yeah um 18 you are like a subtle fart in the wind you just bounce off bounce off his shoulders up onto the roof he has no idea what's happening all right so you continue on um not really any issues so far with uh with you you continue on and knowing where the library is you're you're in the right place now Circling back to Zane, um, you have been wandering aimlessly now for about five, ten minutes. Um, I would like you to, uh, I don't want you to make a roll yet, but I want, I want to ask you, what would you, what do you want to do now that you, you you're kind of lost? Uh, how would you, is there, anybody, is there anybody around me? Yeah. There's people all around you. You're you're pretty much right in the heart of the city. Uh, is there anybody who looks trustworthy, like a town crier or somebody? Um, I'd say make a perception check for me. Will do. Uh, twenty. Twenty. Yeah. So you're looking around, and there doesn't seem to be like a town crier or anything, but you do see a bulletin board, um, not too far off. Uh, and there is a person who is stapling things to that bulletin board. They're, they may be the only person that looks semi like a town official. I will talk to them then. Okay, as you walk up closer, this is a halfling female. Um, she's probably about, she's probably a little taller than your standard uh, halfling female. Uh, she's probably about four foot flat. Um, and she's on her tiptoes, stapling the same poster that you had saw that you had seen walking into the city, which is uh, uh, mercenary help needed. Uh, please contact and please meet in front of the Royal Library, signed 
head librarian Leon. Excuse me, miss. Hey, yeah? What's... Hello? How can I help you? Sorry. Sorry. Um, which way is the Royal Library from here? Ah, the Royal Library. Oh, I see you want... Are you trying to do this task? <laughs> I pity you. Uh, yes, the Royal Library. Uh, you see, the Royal Library is, um... She starts to point over, like, over the, her back. Uh, you see that dome over there? Yes. Okay, that dome over there. We'll go towards that dome, and it'll be the it'll be the small pillar building next to the dome. Thank you yeah. for the help. No problem. You have a wonderful day, my dear. You too. I'm just gonna give her a really toothy grin. Ugh. <laughs> be on your way. Goodbye. <laughs> you get the sense that um, tiefling people aren't necessarily uh. Definitely not celebrated in this town, uh, in this city. Uh, so, and you would have known this, so you would have done your best. In some, I mean, it's up to you, but I would assume you would have done your best to keep the fact that you are a tiefling, at least your horns, like, hidden. Um, nope. Really? Okay. Nah, I'm on full display, buddy. Alright, well. I'm proud of my demon heritage. Eh, the good majority of the people wouldn't be. Okay. So. Um, that it brings us to a street performer. Um, next. This street performer is a... Is on the corner near the Royal Library. Um, seems to be... In a riveting... Uh, maybe a riveting story of some sort uh but at first glance it's kind of hard to tell what they are saying awesome would you like to describe your character please beef is a tabaxi bard who has lost all ability to speak due to a trauma in the past however he can only say one word beef amazing so uh you're in the middle of performance how would you uh how would you describe your performance and how would you act out your performance? So right now, Beef is playing a sort of string of notes all in a very harmonious melody. It's very calm and quaint and enjoyable. That's not the right and all at the same time, he is using prestidigitation. Okay. And alongside his natural melody that he's playing off of his lute, there's also a faint musical note string in the background that's harmonizing and also going discordant with the beat. Okay. And it's playing this sort of riveting tune to all the people nearby who are listening or watching or just passing. Okay. And uh, so he's not speaking, just kind of... Playing along, having a nice ballad. Now, I'd like you to make a uh, a performance check for me, please. All right. Nat twenty. First one of the first one of the campaign. Goddamn. Yeah. So you're killing it right now, dude. You're like just strumming along, having a great time. 
people are thoroughly enjoying your performance. Uh, you... Where are my... You know what? We'll roll in... Uh, we'll roll in roll 20 for this. It's uh, 46. That is... Uh, you get 16 gold for your performance. Uh, I'm going to say 20 silver and okay. 18 copper. All right. So for, for, your, for your performance so far, you're just strumming along. Um, you, I mean, would you, would you be aware of this job listing in town? Or would you even really I would care? Be. I would be. Okay. So you knowing that this, that this is, uh, what's coming up, you decided to, in all, in effort to make it an extra couple of coin, you've set up near where the meeting place is and you are strumming along. Um, a, uh, rather pre prestigious, uh, looking elven woman, probably definitely in her older years, uh, starts to walk by you, sees you, sees you playing this wonderful performance, um, flips you a silver so you can add another silver to your character sheet. And right. she goes, your playing is wonderful, but I do kindly ask that your next performance not be in front of the Capitol building in the Royal Library. We have a, we have a, a image to up to upheld here in the city and people, well, People who like you should probably be a little bit farther away. I calmly stop my playing. And I persuasively beep roll right at her. Roll a persuasion check. Oh my god. <laughs> it's a 22. Um... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> so, with the 22, she looks at you. Okay. Th I don't understand, but... Uh, okay. And she just walks away. <laughs> um... <coughs> excuse me. Um... Alright, so, we, uh... We... We we uh we come away from you and uh we go back to Ori and Alara. You guys have made your way pretty much all the way through um pretty much all the way through the city. You kind of know where you're going. Um Ori more obviously than Alara. Um for the sakes of shits and giggles, Alara, I'd like you to roll a dexterity check to see if you can stay on Ori's shoulders because he is such a lumbering large individual that one footstep feels like a freaking mountain moving <laughs> 16 yeah you've been riding on his shoulders for a while now and you've gotten the hang of it and that's for sure um and i would say that uh i would say that 
you wouldn't really have any issues, but for shits and giggles and for the sake of uh of that, I might have you roll that every once in a while just for just to see if you fall off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down for that. That's cool. She's uh, not gonna hurt much of her head. So. Just, I'll cut you. <laughs> it's a ten foot fall, so technically it's a one d six falling damage if you fall off off fall off your shoulders. <laughs> That's awesome. So, you know. E- evil dm brain anywho um so you guys make your way through uh i would like uh i would like you guys to make a investigation check you can do it combined um to see if you know where you're going because you've that you two have never really been in this you've never been in this city um but you know your way around how sit- normal cities work and generally you go to the biggest building but i just want to see if you guys can make that. <laughs> oh god that's my intelligence <laughs> yeah that's a that's a investigation wow you still rolled great with a minus one that's oh damn uh can i roll survival for instead yeah okay thanks yeah this is a nat like a like a like a homing beacon almost like naturally knowing type of deal yeah sure uh unnatural 20 a natural 20 or an unnatural unnatural dirty 20 okay Okay, so uh, as you guys uh, are making your way through, you see this columning, uh, you see all sorts of columning, uh, large marble-laid buildings. These buildings have been untouched for centuries. And uh, you're looking through, and you're seeing a lot of people starting to gather in what seems like the circle area, you hear some calm music being played, and you do notice a good uh, a good portion of people starting to gather in the certain area, and it is in front of a domed um, building, I would say. So it's up to you if you want to head that way, but uh, so we already know about we're here for like the. Uh job poster right that's the only reason you guys wandered in you saw a on a built-in board uh in a neighboring city or neighboring town wandering through you did see a poster that was uh posted on a built-in board a job board um a while back and you're making your way to artemis in order to take this job because it stated on it that the reward was undetermined but it could be upwards of 2500 to 3000 gold per person okay um is this, is that dome uh, in the direction that we're supposed to be going? Um, I would say based off of your general knowledge, you don't know Artemis well, but you do know that most of the time official looking buildings are the biggest. Mm-hmm. So I'd say you would get the sense with the people gathering that yeah, I would I would say you probably get the hint. Okay, with... uh, we'll check it out. Okay. Okay, um, so you head that way, and you come up to a circle of people that are surrounding a, not not the same, um, the music is coming from what seems to be a cat-like person strumming on his lute, um, playing a nice melody, uh, they're surrounding him, giving him some gold, and then you also have another group of people, um, being surrounded uh surrounding the circle where there's a fountain um 
a, a fountain in the middle. To your left, there are some food stalls. Um, this definitely seems like it could be the right place. Um, that being said, uh, Thaddeus, as you make your way onto the roof, you do see this from, from the top, and um, you would be coming from the... Uh, you'd be coming from the roof uh, probably closest to the the music being played. Now, um, what did you want to do? I think I'm just going to slowly slip down and listen to some music. Okay. And just... just... Watching the crowd. Okay. I hope I don't stumble. Okay. Uh, jumping down, I'd say make another acrobatics check for me, please. A nine. As you go to jump down, your foot gets caught on the edge of the roof on the last shingle, and you, uh, you fall face first down onto the pavement. That is a 20-foot drop, so... Uh, does Ori see this? Um, in the crowd, what's your passive perception? Uh, where's passive perception? Uh, it's in your character sheet. It should be underneath your normal stats, right? Oh, okay. Right? Um, passive is, I think it's just 10? 10? Okay, yeah. Mm, you could roll to see if you saw it, I would say. So roll perception yeah, check. Roll. <laughs> but with this advantage, because there's a large crowd is gathering right now. That's uh, 11. 11? Yeah. Um, no, you do not see him falling down. However... Uh, Can I see him? Because I'm on top of his head. Yeah, make a, then you make a regular perception check, because you are on top of his head. You are 10 feet up. Oof. <laughs> eight or he was no or he was just gonna chuckle no you you you, you don't see it um well, let's see here so as you, so no um i know about called you no addict that's your other character uh thaddeus uh as you fall down um you trip and you fall close to uh the cat-like person playing music um you take uh because it's a 25 foot drop you take four points of falling damage so bludgeoning damage um as you hit the ground uh because you are you are a rogue and you rolled a nine i'd say you'd be able to kind of guide where you were falling but not um not based on you definitely would have had to fall So, uh, did you, uh, want to do anything? So you hit the ground. What do you want to do now? Oh, Lord, I fell. I'm sorry. Did I disrupt your performance? What do you say, Beeb? You're muted. I think you're muted. Oh, sorry. I say... Beep. In a plain tone. Just beep. 
just beep. Be beautiful music, beautiful music. Continue on. Okay. I keep on playing this string of notes, trying to impress him even further. Okay. Um, all right. And while he is doing this... Okay. He... Thaddeus is reaching his hand into the item collecting the gifts from the community and borrowing a couple coins. Okay. Attempting to. Roll a, uh, roll a slide of hand check. Where is... 26. Uh, okay, so with the 26... The only way that this doesn't fail is uh, I would like Beep to roll a perception check with disadvantage. And if you beat it with disadvantage, because you're in the middle of performance, um, we'll see. 20 now. So as you, uh, with a 26, as you fall down, you go to get up, you reach into, what would you say would be collecting the money, uh, Beep? Uh, it would be like a little pouch, a like little... a little, like a rucksack or something. Okay. So kind of like a little coin purse, coin purse type of yeah. thing. Yeah. Okay. So as you, uh, <laughs> Thaddeus, as you go to stand up, you kind of reach down to like brace yourself up and you reach in and you are able to get, um, six gold coins and... Four silver. So go ahead and mark that off of your coin sheet. Beep. And add, I got it. add six gold and uh, four silver to yours, Thaddeus. Now, while this is happening... Um, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for bothering you, sir. Here's a gold coin. Oh, my God. That yeah. I stole. <laughs> add, add one more gold coin to your character sheet. That's funny. I, I, I thankfully nod my head with a beep as I keep playing. <laughs> so, uh, as all of this is happening, uh, we go to another person. Uh, they're currently on the side in their own area. Uh, seems to be serving food. Um, bingo, would you like to describe your character? I would love to. Um, so you see a relatively tall, um, young, youngish-looking uh, lizard person, um, yellow lizard-like eyes, um, kind of dusty, muted colors. Um, the, he seems to be a little out of his place, out of place in that he's wearing robes that you would expect to see somebody on a. Um, <laughs> On a out of the desert, basically, um, complete with a turban on his head, um, and you see on his back is a spear, and kind of spread out around him, um, not like he has a a cart or anything. Um, he literally just has um, sticks with uh, hunks of meat of various uh, questionable origins. <laughs> um, kind of stuck into the ground around him. 
Um, and he is holding, basically doing a rotisserie with a, he's basically holding a small flame in his hand and um, cooking, using that flame to cook um, another, what looks suspiciously like a rat. Okay. What suspiciously looks like a rat, you say. Oh, yeah. So, as you're uh, as you're cooking, you're starting to gain a small, um, a, a small line of customers. Um, how much are you selling each of these uh, pieces of meat for? Couple silver. Couple silver. So let's say two or three silver. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. So there's one woman walks up and she's like, "Well, hello. Um, what are you selling?" This one sells meat. Meat? And I hold up the, the skewer. <laughs> what, what kind of meat is that? Whatever this one is hunted. Right. How much? Two silver. Two silver. Well. Ooh. Win, win an Artemis, as they say. And she hands you two silver and takes a skewer. Yep. Hand it over. I will take the two silver. Okay. I'm... Now, what did you just hand her? Like an actual, like a rat? Like rat meat? Um, <laughs> yeah, probably the one that I was actually, like, actively rotisserieing. Oh, my God. Okay. As she uh, goes to bite into it, she's like, a little bit more gamey than I anticipated. I like it. And she just keeps walking. Uh, no real reaction. Just kind of sitting there. Um, reach into kind of a, a sloppy leather bag. Pull off the next chunk of raw meat. and uh, Stick it on a stick and kind of go back to cooking. Oh my god. So I'm going to say for expedient sake... As you're uh, as you're cooking throughout these few minutes, I'm gonna say you've added from selling meat to the passerbys. I would say you've probably gained about three gold and like four silver. So you could add that to your your sheet. Um, so Zane, as you are wandering a little bit farther you start to also see this crowd and it is starting to become boisterous. Now, now you get the sense that this crowd may be here for the job, but you also know that uh, you would have heard from just passerbyers that like whenever the librarian, the head librarian puts out a job, this is like a festival type event for people. Because they like to see who are the who are the idiots that are becoming the next champions of the of the tiny uh, the tiny the, the tiny head librarian of the royal library. Um, so as you as you wander up, you're seeing this crowd. What do you have anything you want to do in this crowd? Since I don't really trust people. I'm just gonna let slide from like the 
normal clothes of my body a liquid metal that's just going to kind of coat my entire being, and I'm going to don my guardian armor. Nice. Head to toe, just so that if anybody gets close to me, I'm ready for it. So what does that turn your AC, just out of curiosity? Uh, with my infusion on it, 20. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. So as you guys, uh, you're starting to hear this crowd, and it's start. you hear gold being um, exchanged, you hear uh, boisterous crowds, people dancing, people eating, uh, people enjoying the various musics and performances that are going on around the square, and then all of a sudden everything comes to a screeching halt, and you hear, that's enough everyone, that's enough everyone. Our prestigious head librarian of the Royal Library has come here to speak. Now, those who wish to take part in this endeavor, please step forward and he will address, he will address you directly. Those who do not plan to take part, disperse immediately. And you, you hear mumbles and groans like, I took off work for this. Like, every, like, people are are here for whatever this is and the one standing in front of you talking is a very large uh elven man uh darker complexion um wearing very regal looking robes um and he's like now now if you don't disperse i'll have to call the guards and you start to see people slowly start to walk away now those of you that are here to take part in the mission, you're requested to step forward. Now, uh, Vatan, you are selling meat. Do you have any idea of why this is what's going on? You're just here to sell meat? I'm just here to sell meat. I have no idea what's going on. But I think I'm also a little slow to clear out. So okay, um, not really making an effort to clear out. Okay. Um. So as you, uh, what do you, what does everyone else want to do? Do you want to stay in the background or would you like to I step would forward? be pressed. I would be pressing forward. Okay. Same. I think we is, should um, press forward. Is, is Beep still in the same place? Beep has no. been, I mean, that's up to him. At this point, Beep has gotten up because of the head librarian and has entered into the sort of lineup. Okay. Uh, forward. So or Orion or is or is going to walk forward then. Okay. So standing in front of you are for the first time this uh this group of individuals are starting to line up. Um now next to you are a quite a few um other individuals that are there some of them looking like mercenaries, some of them looking not like mercenaries. Um, some of them looking like merchants and they're all lining up to, uh, be, you know, take part in whatever this job may be. Um, now, as you guys make your way up, uh, you see a, this tall elven like man, uh, looking down at you, he's like, very well, we do have quite a lot this time. Now, before I bring out the head librarian, he has requested me to narrow down 
the applicants. Now, for those of you that are here simply to potentially gain favor with the head librarian, I ask you to leave now because he has no interest in that. Now, for those of you who are here to get a job done, I, I implore you to stay. That being said, if you choose to stay regardless of my warnings, just know that most of these jobs take it between you and me before he hears this stuff. Uh, most of these jobs don't end well, and that's why, for those who are unacquainted, most of these end up going wrong. And these people want to see the poor idiots who take on these requests. Now, are both these warnings have fallen on deaf ears. Please, please stay. And we would be glad to talk about contracts and what the job entails. But for now, I implore you, if you're not of the fighting type, I would leave. I assume none of you. <laughs> yeah, hearing I'm, that. I ain't moving. <laughs> I will never leave. Are he's staring at the elf? <laughs> or, or is, I would like to make my entry. Okay. How do you want to enter? Do you see my notes? Yeah, yeah, yeah I saw it. So behind an extremely large man standing in there with a big stein of beer cheering on the idiots, I will use him as a launching pad to leap myself in the air, do a double flip with two full twists, and land in front of the man offering my services. Uh, what is your overall dexterity? Natural dexterity? Yeah. Is an 18. 18. I'd like you to roll an, ac an acrobatics check. Just a flat one. We'll see how this how this goes. Wow. That's not... <laughs> That is that one. Um, this is Eat going... shit immediately. <laughs> so you go to so there is a large that same large actually stunningly that same large half orcish man that uh, that you did pass before and jumped off his shoulders pretty easily. Um, he is now in the crowd and he's slowly starting to walk away because he doesn't want the guards being called on him. Uh, but you go to jump onto his shoulder and you do plant your foot on his shoulder, but as if a bag of sand was tied to your neck, you go to jump and you immediately fall flat on your face and drag across the concrete. And everyone kind of looks at you like, what? what's happening? Is this part of the act? And the guy that you launched off i was like hey watch where you're going little one and he goes to he grabs you by the shoulders picks you up and he's like ah here's a beer to go and he hands you whatever's in his tankard you for the sake of nat ones and being how serious they are you take another four points of bludgeoning damage oh, jesus does does Alara see this from on top of Ori's everybody head? everybody sees this can yeah. I like heal him? I'm just standing there in my armor snickering. Or he's can not I, gonna let you. Can I feel bad and and heal him? That's up to like, you now. 
It is up to me, Nate. <laughs> I'm gonna. St- he's gonna stop you. <laughs> okay. Now, what I will say, if you want to try to heal him without, uh, the only healing that you could do, and I believe that the only healing you have is cure wounds. Yeah. And you'd have to touch him to do that. Oof. <laughs> now, that is, uh, if you want to try to sneak off of Ori's back and crawl over there and, he- and heal him, you certainly can try. And it will be a, uh, a combating, uh, checks. I can make this a little bit easier, um, because <laughs> seeing the person fall flat on his face, uh, Vatten will, um, walk over and, uh, like pick him up off the ground and uh, be more careful if you are a warrior and intend to stay. Uh, and we'll cast Heroisms at first level. Okay, uh, go ahead and roll for healing. 12 points. So you heal everything, unfortunately. <laughs> Well, thank you, good sir. I guess my entry wasn't as planned. But yes, I am here to serve. And let me just say, that is not an example of what I normally do. <laughs> so. But Gotten just stares back, doesn't say anything. <laughs> Here's a silver, young man. Thank you. Add a silver to your character sheet, Bingo. Um, he's making bank. Yeah, he's over here selling meat and saving people. All right. So, uh, yeah. uh, Thaddeus, as you stand up and you've been, you've gotten your, uh, your, your, your scrapes healed, your boo boos, uh, your boo boos tended to, um, and more of a hurt ego than anything. You, uh, what do you want to do? Do you want to try to, I mean, you could try to make your entrance again if you want. Yeah, I'm going to attempt another one. Are you? Oh, God. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Let's go. With everyone watching, that is what you needed to roll. I I made the DC incredibly hard because you failed the first time and everyone was watching you. And in fact, while this was happening, it was like, again, again, do it again. (laughs) Yes, crowd, I will do it again. See, so roll the 20. That is what you needed. That was the DC to make this happen. So yeah, explain how, how what your what your now retried entrance is like. And so with the winds to his back, the man who just healed him, he places his hand upon his shoulder lifts himself up, uses his shoulder with his right foot, leaps himself into the air, does two complete backflips with two double twists, landing gently on his feet into a bow in front of the gentleman that called the group together. And, sir, now I am at your service. Well... If that's how long it would take you to be at my service, I wouldn't hire you, but it's not my job. So, um, anywho, let me introduce you to 
Hey, well, is everyone here? That's the first question before I introduce anybody. I believe everyone is here, but let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six. And then there's those other two that we've already hired. Um, okay, uh, we need... Well, I'm going to say we are only taking six. Uh, it seems to be 13 of you here. And as you guys look around, uh, there are... Uh, seven more people than than the ones here at the table, quote unquote. Um, that one of them is a uh, one of them is a fellow uh, lizard folk uh, man, uh, donned in leather armor, has a scimitar strapped to his back. He has a long mohawk with a uh, with like the mohawk going into a um kind of like a braided ponytail in the back so he has like spiky hair and then the last spike is like a mo is like a braided like ponytail um and then you have three halflings that are all buzz cutted young men all wearing chainmail. um you have a a fellow minotaur ori uh that is slightly shorter than you are um and their gender is he can't really tell. Um, they are wearing no armor except for a breastplate. And their horns are scratched and chipped. And one of them is actually like, you can see like a crack running down through it. Um, on their back is a giant great axe. Uh, uh, the other two are hooded figures um, hiding kind of in the background. Uh, they, no redeeming features about them except one of them does in fact have a some form of tail sticking out the back of their cloak. Now, now, you lot are going to have to figure out a way to narrow down to six. Now I understand that this is a uh, this job is tempting for some. Now let me be straight. There are there is no murdering. Looks right at you, Ori. With the blood, <laughs> blood stained, uh, coat that you or the blood, the blood stained matted fur that you have, or or he uh, takes his hands off his swords and <laughs> sighs. <laughs> oh. Now I could care less how how you decide who is going to be the six. Um, in fact, I'd be willing to decide for you, uh, but that's not my job. In fact, the one that needs to decide is my boss. But every time I look back to f see if he's there, he's not there. Granted, he is hard to see in the first place. But, anywho, I would like all of you uh, to decide amongst yourself how you're going to decide, how we're going to break this down into six. Now, if I count, there's 13 of you. Figure it out. Ta-ta! And he's going to walk off the small little box he was standing on and go try to find wherever his boss is. So, uh, Ori wants. Oh, sorry. No, I was to say. So, now this is where this part of the uh, event is up to you guys. How do you want to decide? How do you want to go about getting rid of the seven people that you need to? That uh, Ori's gonna walk over to Zane. Okay. Or, yeah, Zane. Uh, is your are your actually are your horns visible? Yeah, they'd be coated in armored metal right now so probably if you look at me you can see 
the glowing red of my demonic eyes. <laughs> okay, uh, he's gonna or he's gonna walk over to you and go. Uh, are those horns real? <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> they remind me of my shippings. You can stay. <laughs> That's fine with me. He's gonna. Uh, um, let's go like a Thaddeus. Give him like kind of a shitty look. <laughs> it's charming. <laughs> I don't know about you. Most people don't know about me. But I think I'm somebody you want. He's going to ignore you. <laughs> uh, okay, last thing he's going to walk over to Beep. I wanted to do this earlier. Okay. Um... <clears throat> You're a bard, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, what in, what instrument do you have again? A lute. Okay. How well can you play? Beep. And I pull out my lute from my back. And I start playing. I'll, I'll do a performance check. Yeah, roll. Okay, he's, or he's going to cross his arms. 22. 22. He like nods and he's gonna flick you a uh, silver coin. I like it. B. Yeah, I, I, yeah, add the silver. Simple. Like yeah, I did. You can say. You can stay. <laughs> uh, does anyone else want to do anything? I don't want to. Um, I'm. <clears throat> I want to walk over to one of the random people. Okay. Just one of them. Okay. And I'll, in holding my loot, I'll I'll just I'll stop playing, but I'll just simply say beep Are you in an intimidating way. Oh my god. <laughs> can yeah. I help him? You absolutely, I help him. absolutely can. Roll roll an intimidation check with advantage. Twenty four. I wanna I wanna walk over with beep. Which one um, are you? Which one specifically? So, reminder: there is a lizard folk, there are three halflings, there's a minotaur, and then there's two hooded figures. Let's go to the, the two hooded figures. Two hooded figures. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. So, intimidation, huh? Yeah. The twenty-four. Else, let's see what they roll. So, there's two of them. So we're gonna. I would say let's roll with normal dice, but let's for the specs. Let's do it here. So where they have base. Base stats. Um, so it's a 17 and a 12. So that'd be plus 3. So yeah, no, both of them fail. Um, actually, now that I think about it, they couldn't even... Yeah, okay. Yeah, so as you walk over and you go, beep! Like, you see the one with the tail slowly protruding out, her ears uncover, and she is also a tabaxi. And she looks at you, she's like, oh, I'm I'm sorry. I, uh, let's leave. And she pats the slightly shorter person that's still in the cloak on the back, and they slowly walk away. I triumphantly <laughs> beep. He's gonna, or he's gonna give you like a good pat, like a. Um, it's gonna be kind of harder. Like you know how like some dads like slap your yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna give you like the dad slap on the back. I'll give, a, I'll give a little thumbs up. Watch it. 
Thaddeus is going to scan the crowd. Okay. Are there any other lizard-type people in the crowd that might be talking? Um, you said there was one more, right? There's one, there's one that's lined up. Now, I'm going to say that, Vaten, you're, uh, you're technically not part technically not part of the lineup you're still kind of hanging out but because most of the people have like most of them have walked away but they're still within earsight earshot you have not walked away at all so you've just it was just under the assumption from the elf the elvish man that you're one of them now uh when okay. you're uh when you're walking when you're when you're scanning the crowd of the people that are still kind of hanging out, not including the other lizard folk man, that has the mohawk and the and the ponytail, uh, you're looking at nah. I mean, there's from how far away they have have become, there's no discernible features for any specific lizard folk. Hmm. Has the lizard person spoke at all? Um. From what you've seen, maybe uh, they've been. Uh, I mean, Vatin can describe it better, but I mean, Vatin's been selling meat, so yeah, occasionally I've been speaking, I guess, to people. Okay, totally off. Like, is the lizard person that's part of the crowd? Is that actually uh, Volk? Vatin, no. The lizard person that's part of the crowd is a separate per is a separate lizard folk. Who's trying to become okay. yeah, yeah. They they, they okay. line... I'm going to walk in his direction. Okay. And simply say, Are you really sure about what you want to do? Uh, yeah. What what do you mean? And do you have a wife? No. Children? Maybe. How young are your children? I don't know. I don't know if I have any children. What child? Oh. Buddy, I've been okay. I've been all around the world. I've been fighting people. I've slept with many women. Who knows if I have children? Probably. Why are you digging into my back? Leave me alone. Is the lizard person... What about your father? Dead. What was your question? <laughs> uh, is the lizard person have any, like, obvious metal armor on? Uh, metal? Yes, actually. They're, so their chest piece uh, their chest piece is leather. Um, but they're, where their knee bracers would be, like their thigh bracers and knee bracers, you could see slight glimmer of metal underneath the... Uh, the some of the pants, like the leather pants that they're wearing. Okay. Almost like, um, an, under, uh, like an under armor type of deal. <laughs> I am so sorry, random lizard person. <laughs> um, seeing Thaddeus talk to this other lizard person, I'm going to go ahead and cast some heat metal. On his metal pants. Okay, we're gonna see if he... oh, First God. off, roll. Are you trying to do this indiscriminately, or are you just trying to walk up and put your hand on his fucking thigh? I mean, it's it's got a range of sixty feet. So. Oh, okay, I got you, got you. So it's a DC fourteen. Yep. Okay, we're gonna see. He is a. 
He has a plus one for constitution. That's uh, a 15. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. No worries. So he... Well, what I would like to do... Okay. ...is step away, and now that I've heard his voice, I would like to enter his mind using a voice similar to him. Okay. And say... In, in slight words, as your father, Luke, oh I advise God. you, this is not the time. Step away and live longer. Okay. You hear in his head, you hear back, my name's not Luke. My dad's been dead oh. since I was a hatchling. And he looks right at you. You gotta try harder than that. I'm just gonna look over and see this happening, and I'm gonna cast Thaumaturgy. Okay. And in Infernal, I'm going to say, leave or die <laughs> to him. So <laughs> it's going to sound body. horrific. <laughs> like, so, so, Thaum so how Thaumaturgy... Yes, I can use it as ominous whispers. Is oh the my god, okay, yeah. So, type of uh, thing behind I, him. I would say roll a Intimidation check. With, oh lord. Um... And for him, because of lizard folk, uh, where he is from, uh, with advantage. With advantage. I don't. <clears throat> this might be bad. This isn't fourteen. If this doesn't work out, an idea. We'll see if he beats it. That's a four. So, uh, <laughs> pl four plus two, but six. Uh. Yeah, so <laughs> in these really weird, uh, dark whispers, only next to his ear, he hears, Get out! And he's like, What? 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 What's happening? What's that? What? He looks right at you and Did you do this? Did you hear that? I didn't hear anything. You seem to hear a lot. If there's them uh, in this city, I, I gotta go. And he just walks away. As he's leaving. Okay. Does he have any jewelry on? Jewelry? <laughs> no. Uh, like oh. a trinket? No. What he does have, he does have a belt on. He does have a small coin purse, but that's about it. Yeah, I'm gonna go for the, the coin purse. Roll a sleight of hand check, please. Oh, this was stupid. No, it wasn't. Ooh. 18, we'll see if he if Stevie notices. With disadvantage for him, because he is thoroughly freaked out. I meant to roll with disadvantage. That's a three. Doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> We'll see what he rolled, just for the sake of sake of hilarity as a three so <coughs> um as so you're easily able to grab his coin purse and he's walking away and he's kind of like holding his head kind of like a um like someone is like literally like demons are coming to haunt him 
and he's just walking away panicking uh you get in the coin purse you don't get um you don't get a lot of things um you get two gold uh ten silver and a copper piece uh however you also get a small probably about um i'd say probably about a coin sized like a gold si gold piece sized uh what looks to be some sort of gemstone clear gemstone Um, while he's walking away, mm -hmm. excuse me, sir. Thank you for your troubles, and I'm going to toss him two silver coins. And he's going to look at. It, he's like, he grabs it and he goes to reach down and put him in his coin purse. And he's like, what? What? Oh gosh! Damn. First, there's demons here, and now there's thieves. And he just starts wa walking away briskly with the two silver in hand. And he's gone. So you have successfully gotten rid of three of them. Or you want to get rid of the uh, the fourth, the four. You got the Minotaur and the three halflings. I'll do another two thaumaturgies of get out and ominous whispers to the halflings. Okay. Don't like the music. All right. So uh, roll a intimidation check for both of them. All right, we've got one and two. See if they beat the one and the two. So the first one is a seven. So sorry. So no, we'll hold on. They have they have modifiers. Um. So which one are you pointing the the first one towards? Whatever is one's closest. Would be the Minotaur. So the Minotaur. Oh no, I'm I'm aiming for the halflings. Oh, you're aiming for the halflings. So two of the halflings. Okay, yep. so the halflings have a plus four. Fuck. <laughs> so does not. Yeah. Which that's uh, that's a wisdom, right? Yeah. Uh, intimidation's charisma. Or is it charisma? Oh, hold on. Well, it's a plus three. So either way, it still beat me. It still beats you. Sorry. Um. So yeah. So they uh, uh, they hear the the infernal go off, but they kind of think nothing of it. So, you got the uh. Now I'm gonna tell you those uh those those th the three halflings are now looking around, and they're like, like how can we talking about how can we get rid of some? We're so close. We just need to get rid of we just need to get rid of four of them. And they're like looking around. And they look at you, um, uh, you beep. And they're like, "Ha! We could get rid of him." And they walk up and they uh, attempt to, um, one of them, like very slightly, pulls out this um, this medallion type of type of thing, and like looks at you and says, "You should leave." And then rubs it and then feels this like um. Uh, like you feel this warmth of emotion come over you. Um, I'd like do I to see beep. this medallion? Um, yeah, you would. I would say because you're kind of close to beep. Um, is there a window? A window, as in, for what? And in, in the building. Oh, in the building. 
Um, where Beep is, probably not. How close is the door? To the current building that you're standing next to. I'd say... So, oh, we're ne are we still outside? Yeah, you're outside. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, hmm. You're, you're out in, like, this town square area. Okay, I thought we went inside for a second. Sorry. Um, I want to put my hand around his hand holding the medallion. Okay. Um, I would say roll a dexterity check to see if you can beat him before he casts what he's about to cast. Okay. See, what, see if he beats you. What's my dex? Plus two? Oh, that's 11. That's an 18 on his end. Oof. So he gets off. Uh, he cast uh, Friendship on uh, Beep. And I need Beep to make a wisdom saving throw for me, please. Oof. Yeah. You now know, however, how Friendship works. You do know you're under a spell. Um, but you, you're at, he can persuade you to, uh, basically be his friend and you can convince, he could potentially convince you to go somewhere else. However, um, with how friendship works, I, in this case, and you being aware of what he's trying to do. I would say roll with advantage. So we'll take the nat 20. <laughs> because uh, That was a nat 20 and a nat 1, by the way. Oh, my, sure. oh my god. <laughs> However, uh, man, I, I meant to have you roll. Uh, anyways, nat 20, 22. Uh, you realize he's casting you do get it cast on you but you're able to shrug it off and you look at him what do you want to what do you want to do to him and this is also while ori is slamming his hand down into his i will immediately start going off just absolutely beeping on this boy <laughs> just constant beep. like like charlie brown style beep Oh my god. Constant going at this man. Intimidating. Okay. Dang. I roll an intimidation check. Can I help? With advantage? With advantage. Yeah, his hand his hand is right on his hand. I'm staring at this guy like Alright, fifteen. Fifteen? Let's see if he beats you. I'm gonna roll normal day. He rolled eight. So uh yeah, no. Um with a uh yeah so he's like i'm sorry and he like slowly tries to like back away he tries to pull his hand from you um are you gonna let go ori rip his hand off uh he's gonna he's not gonna let go for a moment and look at him okay uh he's gonna look him in the eye and say um i never want to see you again i'd say this i'd say roll another intimidation check but with advantage for you this is to scare him off okay uh that is a 15 plus six uh 21 21 we'll see if 
he beats it. My guess is 15, so that's uh, a that's an 18. So yeah, no. In uh, one foul swoop, he's like, I think it's time for us to go, don't you think? And they all agree, and they slowly start to walk away. Now, the last one. The person who has not moved from their position is the, is the Minotaur. Can I walk How up to him? Yeah. So, I want to start um, pulling my meat steaks out of the ground. Okay. Uh, kind of bundle them up. Okay. And I will also approach the uh, the Minotaur as well. Okay. I'll, I'll let you go first. I want to see what you okay. do. <laughs> um, I'm just basically going to hold up the meat and just be like, large one needs food. Does he not? Large one does need food with money for the just, job. Um, I just Vatten has food. Vatten wants job. Vatten gives you food. Uh, large one vegetarian. Ultra good. I I look I look very confused <laughs> and yeah I'll hand it to is that Ori that said that yeah <laughs> um Thank I'll you. shrug hand it to Ori you could um <laughs> <laughs> and uh just looking at this guy uh let's <laughs> see what I can do to um. I don't remember who was who else was trying to talk to this guy, but my idea just went out. So uh, I can trying to come I can up try with something. something if you want. Yeah, go for it. Okay. Uh, or he's gonna walk up to the Minotaur and uh, ask, "What village are you from?" Village. Hmm. If I told you, would you kill me? Big guy. Well, <laughs> I don't know. If I told you, would you kill them? I don't know about the little one. He points to Thaddeus. Oh. But. Everyone else is alright. Okay, well... I'm from Oxbrook, which is in Valencia. But... Where are you from? <laughs> what, was the, what was the village called again? You're, you're from Cumlots. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. In, uh, in Astrium. Okay. Cumlots. Cumlots, you sure? Never heard of it. Not surprised. What is your profession? He grabs the great axe and like brings it up and then slams it back down. You know, probably the same as you. Are she? He's going to take uh, Lara and set her down. Okay. And uh, 
and he's gonna stare at Alara on the ground. <laughs> Alara's just gonna get like angry. She's just like, "What are you looking at?" <laughs> it talks. Or he's gonna draw his swords. Okay. Fight to me. Can I walk over while this is happening and just kind of like tap the little one in the shoulder, like the smaller Minotaur, with my thunder gauntlet? You absolutely <laughs> can. Roll, roll for, I'm going to. Roll for wait, what attack. are you doing? Wait, oh, are you... God, fucking. That's what not going to happen. Are you swinging? <laughs> I am. Yep, I'm going to walk over and just swing. Can I stop that? You With the eight, he missed anyways. Oh, yep. he missed. Oh, never mind. Um, or he's like gonna look. Or or he's gonna look at you with a little, uh, like a, a tat, like a dash of disrespect. Stay out of this. Fight Bye. you want, and a fight you're going to get. And Hilaire's just gonna stop and like look at everything, and looks at Ori and goes, "Um, I I've seen this before," and then looks at the little one. She's like. You should probably just go home. This is this is not a good idea. Roll a uh, roll a persuasion check for me. With disadvantage because this one wants I'm a fight. Stupid. No. <laughs> this one wants a fight. Uh, 11. He no, yeah, 11. So he is going to roll. Please ignore the random click. <laughs> That's a nat 20. Oh, God. So, uh, well, yeah. Good luck, then. I think, uh, I think I'm going to fight. And he grabs, unlaces his great axe. It's Is there a open area? You guys are in a, you guys are in basically like a town square. Yeah, uh, I'll point to like, kind of like away from everyone, like to the, uh, probably like a few yards. <laughs> okay. Away. Over there. Okay. And he'll start walking. And as you're walking away, the Minotaur is going, What's your name? I will tell you after the battle. Well, an anonymity is a big word for me, but I don't like it. What's your name? Uh. Can you roll persuasion. Yeah, I can roll persuasion check. Are there two minotaurs? Yes. As a ten plus. Oh, sorry. Uh, ten minus one. <laughs> so, oh God. Uh. <clears throat> that's a I do not know if you have the right to know. Very well. I am what a mighty one. Wanting to see if you are mighty. Steel versus steel, then? Yes. Alright. Um, I'm gonna say, just for Nate, roll initiative. Uh, what's my initiative? Two? Okay. First initiative roll of the... Everything. I rolled a 19 plus 6, so that's 25. I'm not beating that. Uh, 15, so, yeah. Okay, so... Uh, this male, now you understand, male minotaur, probably about mm -hmm. nine and nine and a half feet tall. So like six inches shorter than you. Um, but just as hefty, uh, grabs his great ax and is, 
my my turn first and he's going to swing down at your legs and roll for an attack that's a seven plus five twelve that's a miss uh ac 17 so as he goes to swing you swing low you literally your big ass body jumps over his blade Okay. Is that his turn? Um. Yeah, that is his turn. Okay. Uh, while I'm I while I'm in the air, I want to swing my swords down. But okay, yeah, you you have the dual um, pizza. Go ahead. First attack. Uh, one one swing uh, as my action. The other swing as a bonus action. Okay. Oh, let me get my red dice. That's my lucky one. That is a. What's my to hit? Plus six. Uh, it's a 21. 21 hits. Roll for damage. Okay. 2d6 plus four. Ooh, nice. Uh, 14. 14 points of damage. So the first one cuts in across the chest of the uh, of the Minotaur. Um, next attack. Nineteen, so that's a crit. Nineteen is a crit. That's right for great weapons, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go ahead and roll. That hits. Roll for damage. Oh shit! Uh, that's a fuck. I can't do. Why am I? I'm going brain dead. Uh, twenty-two. Twenty-two points of damage. So the first. Uh, that's a thirty. Right, thirty-six points of damage in total. Mm-hmm. So as you go to cut in the second time, it catches uh, on his uh, on his breastplate and cuts in really deep. But he's still up. I'm like, <laughs> action surge. Go for it. Does that add my modifier since mm, extra action? Yeah, it does. Okay, cool. Let's go. He doesn't seem too hurt, but he's... he's... It's another 19. Oh, my God. Roll, roll for damage. Yeah, let's go. We doing this. That is a... That, 22. I sent you a message. Okay. 22 points of damage. Yep. Okay, uh, he's still standing. As you, uh, as you cut in again, he's like, <laughs> and he goes to block your your next strike, and it like grazes down the strike and like lands and hits him in his thigh, and it kind of like makes him stumble a little bit. But he's like, he's up. He's he's not overly hurt, but he's definitely he's definitely hurt. I'd say. <laughs> And that's it. That's it? Okay, it's now... Uh, um, it's now his turn. He would like to rage. And... Uh, he's going to... You're going to see his eyes. You're going to see the blood congeal on his body. And it's going to, like, beat up. And then he's going... You're going to see his eyes flash red in rage. 
And he is going to uh, reckless attack you. So he gets to roll with advantage. But that means on the next roll, you would get advantage as well if he doesn't hit, if he doesn't hit you. Okay. Um, actually, let's roll in for the sake. Let's roll in here. If um, that is a uh, nineteen plus stuff, like five, yeah, nineteen plus yeah, five. It's, it's... So he's going to. Uh, Swing down with his uh, with his great axe, which is a uh, it's a D twelve, two D twelve. Two D twelve plus four, so that's uh, that's uh, twenty two points of damage. Okay, and he is going to. That he doesn't have any extra attacks, so that that is his turn. Okay. <clears throat> um, is second wind a bonus action? Yes. You have one. Yes, it is. Okay, and roll a d10 plus your fighter. So that's. Okay. Where's my d10s? Can I make a check to see how hurt this guy is? Yeah, make a. I'd say make a medicine check. Okay. What's my medicine? At? Probably just one. Yeah. Sixteen. Uh, sixteen. You would get the sense that he is really hurt now. Um, he's probably. Probably one or two really good hits would probably put him down. Mm, okay. I think I'm just going to attack him twice. I'm, I'll risk it. Okay. So, right, I'm gonna... first one is with advantage, second one is not. Okay. Because he is reckless. Uh, that is... 22. To hit? Yeah. Hits. Ooh. Uh. 14. 14 points of damage? Mm-hmm. How do you want to do it? <clears throat> um. I want to take two of my swords. Can I stab them into his stomach and lift him up? Absolutely, you can. <laughs> and I want to say, um, you are dust, and dust you will return. Fuck. Okay. Then I will. <laughs> I'm gonna slide my swords out of his stomach, and he's gonna fall to the ground. Oh my god! So as he falls down to the ground, unconscious, blood spewing everywhere, uh. You have now gotten rid of all of your competition other than the six that uh, you have deemed fairly worthy of of your uh, of Ori's presence. Um, Does this guy have anything on him? 
<laughs> I want to steal his stuff. Uh, he has a great axe and he has a small coin purse, and that's about it. And then you have he has a sh ripped to shreds breastplate because you ripped it to shreds. Is the great what was the great axe's damage? It's a two d twelve. Two d twelve. Yep. Jesus Christ! I'll take that thing. Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> I'm gonna take his axe and his coin purse. Okay. In the coin purse, he uh. What's that? Fourteen. I have fourteen. Uh, fourteen gold pieces and four silver and one copper. Okay, where's the coin at? It's my character sheet. It should be under. Oh, it's, I see it. Okay. How much gold again? Uh, fourteen gold. Okay, so it's one. Oops. Why is this not working? Okay, how much? Uh, silver. Four silver. Okay. And one copper. What? Okay. Then I'll add the axe to. Yeah, just uh, for the for the sake of naming the axe, it is considered a enchanted great axe. Oh, yo. Wait, is it actually enchanted, or is that just what you're calling? No, it's an enchanted great axe. Oh, okay, okay. It cool. gives it, um, it. It gives it one extra hit die. <laughs> yo, let's go. Uh, okay, I'm good. Okay. So with this minotaur bleeding out on the ground, uh, and also reminder, the elf man very clearly telling you no murdering. Um, you guys, what was thirteen is now six. Uh, unfortunately, Bingo did have to leave us for dinner. So he, I don't know if he'll be coming back or not. Re but really quick, is he like fully dead or is he like revivable? He is unconscious on the ground. In All fact, right. he needs to roll a death saving throw. Uh, can I? Can I do a cure wounds? Uh, yeah, sure. All right, so I'll do a cure wounds on him. Okay. Six. Uh, six is enough to bring him back. Um. To one, <laughs> to one HP. <coughs> so, he raises, and he opens his eyes, and he looks around him, r touches his stomach where he just got impaled, and he just kind of, like, falls back down asleep on the ground. But he's alive. Keeping this axe. He's not getting it back. I don't think he really cares at this point. He's alive. Um, so there's now a still fairly cut up Minotaur and you six left. Um, I guess I will do my best to, uh, to voice, uh, bingo. What's his name, though? The good news is, though, is we didn't murder anyone. Technically. That's right. And right... why did you save him? Beep. Good point. He's angry you killed him. Alora. Fix. Fix me. Did the gentleman that told us Wait. we could not kill anybody. Can I uh, cast cure wounds on, on Ori? Yeah. He's up a level one hey. spell slot, but yeah, you totally can. Yay. You get seven healing. Um, 
right then and there, uh, as this is happening, you see the elvish-like man walk up. He's like, now, now, it seems like... He looks right at the Minotaur. It seems like you've dealt with deciding on who's going to be who. Dog, did you really just push your way into my locked door? What the fuck? Anyways. Um, so, without further ado, I present to you my boss. Uh, head librarian Leon. We will not discuss his last name because he has asked us to. Anywho, Leon, and you see this little, um, you see this relatively stout individual, very skinny, um, human, probably shorter than a human, probably around four foot, five, five foot, like in that range, um, on his feet, but he has these massive, um, translucent butterfly-like wings. Um, his hair is uh, like a rose gold, um, spiked, and he's wearing a, uh, a tightly fit, like, bluish, royal blue and gold jacket. He's wearing, uh, his pants, he has, like, tightly, uh, tightly fitted leather uh leather slacks um and like uh pretty uh basic uh dark leather boots um he is a uh what looks to be he has pointy ears uh his ears are a little bit longer than say an elf's or even a halfling's or a gnome or anybody you've ever seen before um his ears kind of droop down and uh he in a not so um what seems to be like a modified voice he goes well it looks like some of you have came nice to meet you my name is leon oh and if you're wondering about what i am or who i am don't ask anywho uh i you are here for a job and a job you will have. Now, first off, I would like every single one of you to, um, well, and he looks right at you, Ori, uh, make sure you sheathe your weapons and, oh, and he snaps his fingers and you see the minotaur that's laying on the ground. You see him start to float <laughs> and you see him slowly levitate over to the side of the street and he gets slowly placed down he's like good now we've cleaned up our square a little bit now should we go inside to the library to discuss uh employment and you see uh vaten go oh, he is not supposed to be here uh job and he looks right at leon job yes that's why you're here uh come on in come and okay and you guys it's up to you you guys want to go into the go into the library with a good old leon yes, i'm sir. gonna follow him okay. uh i will follow how... yes yes i will follow okay how far is the uh, minotaur uh flo he probably floated him away about 30 feet can i walk over there real quick sure <laughs> I forgot. I forgot something. 
He's going to rip uh, one of his horns off. Make a strength check. Okay. Uh, 19, so that's... What's my strength? Plus 4, that's 23. 23. That boy gone. Like, snapping a twig. You With one hand, you just reach down and... Crack! Rip it off. And you got yourself a minotaur horn. Alara's just gonna speak up and she's like, I told you you should've just went home. But you just didn't listen. Jump down, poke him with a stick. <laughs> Is the horn bigger than Alara? Probably. Uh, yeah. Alara, you're like two feet flat, aren't you? Two feet, my boy. Yeah, yeah, it's... It's it's a it's yeah it's bigger than her. Okay, you can play with this later. He puts it, he like tucks it under his belt. He's just like. Yee! <laughs> 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 right, he's gonna follow the guy now. Oh my god! Okay, so you guys, as you guys make your way into the royal library, uh, following Leon for the potential job offering and potentially becoming. Uh, you know, maybe forming a party. Uh, that's where we're gonna take a break because I need to fix some things and use the restroom. So, uh, okay, be back in five ten ish minutes. Sounds good. Sounds good. Yeehaw, fellas! Everyone, friendly neighborhood DM here. This is just the PSA to let you know that uh, our show is found over on Spotify and Audible, as you've probably seen in the little token badge thing at the bottom left screen of the show. Uh, if you want to listen to us, you know, while you're traveling or if you're in the car or if you are, you know, on the airplane, you want to download it. It The show is available on Spotify and Audible. As of right now, Apple and Google should be coming along fairly soon. Um, that being said... If we're ever doing a live stream uh, over on our Twitch channel, uh, the podcast will be uploaded more than likely either the day or the day after that, after the live stream. So more than likely it'll be Monday or Tuesday, since most of the time we'll be doing our live streams on Sundays. So if you want to go check that out, that'd be really cool. Have a good day, guys. Enjoy the games. Bye-bye. And welcome back. Uh let's uh let's get right into the meeting of you guys with leon all right so let uh we are walking into the royal library in order to meet with the head librarian leon he is a lanky uh humanoid with really more of an elvish looking person with really long floppy ears probably about just under five foot tall uh, rose blonde hair, pretty short, spiky, with what seemed to be translucent butterfly-like wings strapped to his back. Um, as you guys walk in, he's like, "Welcome, welcome, welcome to my, uh, welcome to my library. Let's sit down over here." Uh, he looks right at Yori. I don't think we have chairs that can fit someone of your stature. Alara's just like, well, you better make one before he gets angry. Uh, okay. Um, Is there anything to sit on? Uh, looking around, yeah, there's like, 
with how tall you are, you're about the size, like you're about the height of a normal book bookshelf. Um, but there are like a few of the like shorter, like smaller bookshelves. You could try to sit on that if you want. <laughs> I'm gonna sit on that. Uh, as cross applesauce. As you go to sit, he's like, "What? Uh, we can find you a chair and crack breaks it. Breaks it. I mean, the second you sit down, you're 500 pounds. I know. I uh, want. I want that to happen. <laughs> and you fall straight through. He's like, "Those are uh, at least they're not that expensive." Um. Oh God. Okay. Uh. Maybe this one's stronger, and he goes over to a different one. Oh, no, stop, <laughs> stop it. Uh, uh, oh, his hell stop. Sir, please, uh, we'll find you something to sit on. Just give it a moment, okay? Make it quick. Okay, he's getting angry. What the hell? Where'd the voice <laughs> what come the fuck from? is that? Where'd the voice <laughs> come from? Here! You can't see me? Oh! Oh, um, nice to meet you, a little one. Hi. Um, God, you are so red. Yeah, uh, I am. You like my froggy? Froggy? And he, like, all of a sudden he starts to float. He, like, he, like, flies up a little bit. And wow, Lori, look, he can fly. And he, Anyways, this is Froggy. Froggy? Demon. Nice to meet you, Froggy. And he, like with one finger, like, pats uh, Froggy on the head. He's like, well, I didn't see you up here, little one. I am so sorry. You're just, you're friends. And he looks at you, Ori, th he, now he realizes you're like, you're like, you're like eye level with Ori now. It's <laughs> like, you're a... He's, he's really close. He's like, you're a really large individual. Um, he's he's gonna gently kind of push him away because he's too close. And he floats backwards and it's like now, now, wow! You're strong. You might be fit for this job. Um, yes. Can shares. I make an Arcana check to see if I can determine what Leon is? Yeah, absolutely. It's Leon Kennedy. I kill Leon before he does that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Jesus! If you could hit him, um, it's a twelve. I'm not, I'm not gonna get. I'm not. A twelve. Um. Yeah. You, being from where you're at, and the wealth of knowledge that is from your country. And your well and your knowledge on the arcane arts. This is definitely not a arcane art that he is using to fly. And it's definitely not a um you don't recognize what he is. Um, but you have heard tales of humanoid like figures with these types of wings, um, that tend to be import be around during important times in history. Mm. Okay. Um I'm just going to kind of let the metal, like, <clears throat> dissipate from my face. So that part of my armor's off. So you can actually see the tiefling portions of me. Would Thaddeus have any knowledge of the history? With Thaddeus being from... Being of... Uh, fe having some fae descent being in, the uh, being in a royal lineage of an elvish family. Um, with the 17 you just rolled... You would know, um, and you would know that he is, uh, actually, we have a whisker area, um, for this exact reason, so be right back. We just lost Austin, by the way. Oh, did we? 
Yeah. Does internet die? Uh, maybe. Okay. We'll it looks like it may have. Well, we'll be we'll be we'll be right back. Okay. Todd, you would understand that Leon is in fact a fairy, and he has used changed size in order to make himself look more human. But he is currently hiding this from the people he's trying to hire. And would I have an understanding that there's a reason he is hiding it? Yes, because uh, Fae are the the Fae are considered a more of a deity. Um, he is a most most Fae people tend to stay in their homeland, and they tend to just let the people that are of their ancestry do the talking, and do the. Uh, the exploring of the world on their behalf, but him being in the world and one of the, in the largest city in the world is very unusual to you. Now, you knowing this, it's up to your discretion if you want to share it. However, uh, he's doing a, I would say Leon's doing a pretty good job of hiding who he is. So, Oh no, I'm not, I'm not going to share my knowledge. Okay. All right, well, we'll go back up then. Yeah. And you just or give he, it to me. <laughs> or he took the good horn, by the way. He has you a can make her like a little, a little necklace made of like teeth and shit. <laughs> ears, elf ears. Elf ears. <laughs> Anywho. Hand. No, they have to be hands. <laughs> like from freaking llamas with hats. Carl, are those hands? <laughs> so you you lot would uh, so last week it was uh Leon getting slightly pushed away from Ori. Well, um, you are a strong one. Uh, and he looks around and he looks right at you, Zane. He's like, ah, so you finally decided to show your face. <clears throat> well. <Damn it. laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna toothy grin back at Ori, like, yeah. Well, it's not. Poor devil. It's not every day that you get to see a Minotaur looks up, and uh, a Tiefling or Devil Spawn, however you want to call him, um, in our presence. Hey. What? Yes. Continue. Okay. Anywho, um. Now, let me get this straight. We need to find you a chair first. Um, uh, Oliver, uh, and he looks right at the elvish man. Can you find me a block of wood? Please? And uh, Oliver's like, very well, very well. I and prefer he, stone. Stone. It can be done. <laughs> and he walks away, and for expedience's sake... He walks away, goes and finds a block of stone, and he attempts to make it float uh, using using you know magic, and he cannot do it, and so he has to get as many helpers as he can. Literally, this block of stone is like a thousand pounds. <laughs> yes, and <laughs> carries it into the library. He's he's like boss. Can you make this? Oh, and and Lane's like, oh yes, yeah, sorry, oh yes, yeah, sorry. Um, and he 
snaps his finger and the block of stone starts floating towards you, Ori, and boom, sits on the ground for you to sit on. Perfect. He sits. That will do for me. Okay. Sorry, just, I'm, I'm messaging just... Austin back real fast. It's okay. We good. I'm assuming his internet died. His power died. Oh, even worse. So yeah, he's, it's, he's gonna be he's gonna be second. Uh, trials and tribulations of trying to record something over the internet. Anyways, um, so uh, now that we got seating taken care of, um, introductions are in order. My name is Leon. You do not need to know my last name. You do not need to know what I am. I'm sure you're curious. I'm sure some of you may be in tune to who I am. Or what I am. However, uh, there is a job to be had. But first, I'd like to have you introduce yourselves to the party. Because if you do choose to take on these endeavors, you will be working together. So, uh, how about you, big guy? Who are you? Hmm. Warrior. Now, now. We went and fetched you a, a block of stone. We've 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 respected your request. You can tell us your name. Hmm. Yeah, we'll like look around. He's like kind of nervous. <laughs> oh, stage fright. <laughs> <laughs> no, he just doesn't. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but yeah, basically, Ori. Ori. Well, very nice to meet you, Ori. See, it wasn't that hard, and I appreciate you opening up. Uh, Don't patronize me. Now, now. No need for hostility. Anywho, um, unless you're good at hostility, because that will be needed for the job. Yes. Okay, okay. Brilliant, brilliant. Um, how about the little one that's sitting on your shoulder? I, I met Froggy, but what's her name? Miss? Uh, my name is Alara. Ah, Alara. Beautiful name. Beautiful name for such a beautiful young woman. Um, uh, my friend with the jagged teeth. Um, you seem to be well dressed. What is your name? Oh, me. Yeah. The name's Zane. I'm an armorer by trade. Ooh, don't come me with that edge. Um. Anywho, uh, I can tell just from your garb. You're from Ebrax, yes. Yeah, I'm an artificer. Well, that also kind of helps. Artificers from Ebrax, I wouldn't expect to have someone coming to, like, of your caliber coming to my aid. But that's very, very well, very well. Good, 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 good. Um, uh, you there, uh, Elvin Man, was your name? Thaddeus. Thaddeus Sterling. Sterling. Why do I know that last name? The uh, lands of the Auburn in Elmswood Forest. Oh, of Zagus. Yes, Zagus. I'm. Yes, yes. Sure, you might be familiar with the area. Auburn. Yes, yes. Um, I am very aware of the star. Yes, I I do know. I do know of it. Yes. Um, however, um, as to why a, 
an elven fledgling is uh, in Artemis and not still attending to his woods is beyond me, and that is for you to keep to yourself. I do not need to know unless you want to share with the crowd, but I, knowing how the elves work, I, you can keep it to yourself. Let me just say that I seek what is true in my heart, and for this I must journey. Understood. Anywho, um, uh, yes, the lizard folk man that seems to be keeping to himself. And Vatan, yes, uh, yes, he does not know why he is here, um, was selling meat, and meat has brought him here. Oh, were you not here for the job posting? Job posting? Well, I mean, money is money good. So, uh, sure. What is job? Well, we will get into the job details as soon as we can. Um, but yes, Vaten, good to meet you. Um, I will definitely make sure that we brief you more on the job at hand. Um, that being said, uh, our tabaxi young man over there uh very few words i did see a performance outside i didn't enjoy it and the beep according to austin he literally wrote beep for for what i asked what what he should say <laughs> um it what is your name young man beep 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 Okay, I guess this one is beep. Anywho, um, so... That great, sire, sir. Yes, yes. In my short time of knowing him, that's all I've heard is beep. Beep, understood. I'm assuming he's beep. And you just hear beep, nodding his head. Hmm. And, uh, Leon's, well, okay. So, now the introductions are out of the way, we should go over what the job is. Um, this job will pay upon completion, and you will get a small sum for travel expenses um, beforehand. Uh, the goal is, there. we've been hearing some very disturbing tales coming from the regions around Artemis. We've been hearing that... Children have been kidnapped in the night. We've been hearing um, wives, newlyweds, being slaughtered at the altar. We've heard disturbing tales of uh, folk who aren't necessarily of elven or human descent being sold into forced labor. Um, and we're very concerned here in the capital city that our citizens are being used in for deeds that they shouldn't be uh being used for right right job description uh well as i was saying um there's children missing uh the curious uh part about 
Bright's being kidnapped at their altar by unseen forces. I really don't know why that's happening. Um, also, there's tales of man-eating monsters and all sorts of weird things going on just north of the city. Well, to be exact, uh, northeast of the city, up in the Black Run Forest at the base of the Haverlow Mountains. Um, there's a town surrounded by forest that is uh, goes by the name of Keister. Uh, Keister, you see, has had a mass disappearance of their children. Um, children's have been children have been plucked one by one at night, and it seems to be that it's only one child a night now. They're running out of children, so it'd probably be best to head over there. Um, unfortunately, it is a bit of a distance from Artemis, and it's about mm, I'd say. Maybe follow the road, it'd be 10 to, eh, probably, oh boy, my distance is off, um, about a good 60 miles, 70 miles, maybe longer, um, it'd take you about two, three days travel, um, are you providing travel accommodations for this? Yes, we would provide either, uh, a horse and buggy uh like a like a carriage or if you want individual horses you could do that now however for my big friend here um we could provide uh another mount that would carry you and your tiny little friend Blurp, next. Hmm. <laughs> okay um now what i would be paying you up front would be anywhere from depending on the accommodations for travel, which I would cover, um, I would pay anywhere from uh, 300 to 400 gold uh, per person to start out. And then if you come back with a uh, after a successful journey and you figure out what is going on in the, in the town of Kast Keister, sorry, um, and you get to the bottom of why these children are disappearing and what are up with these man-eating monsters around there, then we could talk at in the range of two to three thousand gold per person. Um, you don't have to say anything else. You can count me in. Gotcha. And I, I, I think, yes, this is something I'd be very interested in. My big friend? Beep! Oh, sorry, Beep. I'm writing all this down. Oh. Beep! <clears throat> deal. A deal it is. Uh, I will be arranging your travel here in the next day. Um, you will be setting out tomorrow, um, probably tomorrow morning. Uh, I will have all the details for you. Um, I believe a contract is in order. Now, mind you, you will be meeting two individuals um, somewhere along the road, or it could be in Keister. I honestly don't know. I sent them ahead a while ago, and they know these trails pretty well. So, um, you will be meeting up with uh, a man that goes by, a small man that goes by the name of Iko, and a uh, little one, a little woman. Um, she's a, a rabbit person. A uh, herringon, to be exact. Uh, her name is Elka. You'll be searching for them, and they will aid you in your search. Now, 
they are trusted by me, and they you, you would you would do your best to get along with them. So, um, that is uh, that is where uh, we are at with that. Now, does anybody have any questions? How are you deciding who gets paid three to four hundred gold? Now, it just depends on uh, what I'm saying is the overall um, travel expenditure. Now, this also includes your rations and any other materials you would need for the road um, beyond uh, nothing beyond the normal. So food and tra transport uh, and, you know, standard uh, camping gear. Um, once I understand what that price is, then I will gauge how much it costs, how much I'll be paying you, but it'll be anywhere from 300 to 400. Hmm. Any other questions? Okay. Is that no. price negotiable? Depends. Um, just depends on how much it ends up costing me. Now, that would be a decision for tomorrow morning, don't you think? Yes, just, just just asking. Okay. Well, uh, now that we have that uh, understood, I will ask you to uh, sign your name here on the dotted line, and he pulls out this giant scroll that base is literally a contract. Um, now, I will have a contract for you guys to sign next week. Um, I don't have that right now. Um pulls out this counter like, sign your name here on the dotted line. Uh, any scribble will do, just it's legally binding, so make sure you know it's you. And uh, we'll be on our way. And on the um, on the contract already, you see a, uh, in bold letters, A-I-K-O signed. And then you see uh, nothing but a, a small paw print on the dotted line as to where you expect um, the herring gun Lady Elka to assign with her paw print. Would you like to sign? Uh, I suppose. Very good. Very good. And so, as you guys draw out your signatures, how, before we end it, do you guys uh, want to describe how you sign your names? Mine would be pretty clean. Like cursive writing. Clean, like yeah, yeah, cursive clean writing. Hilaris is like the equivalent of finger painting. <laughs> she's an entire child with no brain. Yeah. Or just puts an X. Just an X. <laughs> and Mine is on the screen. It's on the screen. Where is that? Oh. Let me see. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. And, um, so I guess my, my next question is, um, if you have ten, oh yeah, Vat, uh, Vatan would be like, my, uh, his name is signed like this, and he would just write V-A apostrophe T-E-N, and that's it. All in lowercase. Um, and uh, beep would sign beep and all capital letters. Okay. Um, okay. Very good. Well, um, I will uh, see to it that this contract is notarized and uh, 
make sure that you are all paid in full. Now, um, I will be uh, seeing you in the morning. Meet here in front of the library, uh, eight o'clock sharp. Is that does that sound good? That should be fine. Or he nods. Okay. Well, if there isn't any uh, objections, uh, that will be it. Um, I guess see you in the morning. Goodbye. And he floats off and disappears somewhere into the library. Uh, that's where we're going to end it um, because I got a dog behind me and uh, I will it'll probably be next Sunday when the next session will be. So, Hey y'all, this is uh, me realizing I never recorded an outro. I literally was just about to export this to schedule it to go out for Sunday afternoon. And this is, you know, these things happen. Um, I figured I'll go over what happens this night that you guys are watching uh, for the first ever episode because I feel like it deserves a little bit of an explanation. Um, unfortunately, my dog Jackson got into something he shouldn't have. Now, I'm not allowed to say what he got into, but based off of me saying that, most of you could probably get what I'm getting at. He ate something that looked like normal food that's not really normal food. It's medical. That's all I'm going to say. Um, and it was up where he shouldn't have been able to get it, but somehow he did. And uh, it's no one's fault. He's absolutely fine now. And uh, hopefully he that doesn't happen again. But unfortunately, he happened to plant his very um, hyper-reactive uh, self literally like right right there and uh it was in the middle of the recording so that being said hopefully this never happens again there's going to be distractions there's going to be things that are out of our control i mean heck Austin ended up dcing uh the last probably half hour of us being in discord together and bingo ended up having to go to eat dinner with his parents that he didn't really he completely forgot about um, so, since this is an online show and everything is being recorded remotely, we're going to run into hiccups like this. And unfortunately, the first night was full of them. Most nights it's not going to be like this because most nights, the people who are my players are prepared to be sitting down for three to four hours. Um, but things happen that we can't control. So... That's what happened. I appreciate you guys watching or listening over on our podcasts. Uh, we will be uh, doing more uh, very soon. Our next episode is this next coming Sunday. It's every Sunday, like I said, at 5.30 p.m. Eastern, 2.30 p.m. Pacific. Um, podcast should be uploaded pretty much the same time as well. So thank you for watching and or listening, like I said, and I will catch you guys in the next well next chapter of the story have a wonderful day bye bye